I've got a question for you. Oh, good Lord. Right, are, we, right uh, are we living in a land where sex and horror are the new gods? That feels like a quote, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you not? I've just no. uh, just came on to my, um, you know, Spotify thingamajig. Uh, uh-huh. Was Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Two Tribes. <gasps> Go to war. Yes. Are we living in a land where sex <sighs> and horror are the, are the new gods? Um, no, we're not. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. I'm far more squeamish about horror than I am about sex. Do you see much sex in the cultural product you encounter? <laughs> well, I was looking at some bread this morning, and um, uh, I had a little problem with uh, with uh, with them. And I'm going to uh, send you a photo, which will be in the show notes, and um, uh, and you can you you let me know if uh, I can see uh, if you see sex in that particular cultural product. Oh, I see. Is there something that becomes quite, um, shall we say, yonic? <laughs> In the display. Yonic. Yonic. You are so cultured. Eh, I was just trying not to use a word that would be immediately triggering to people listening. What, is, what does yonic mean? Now you're going to have to use the words to describe it. <laughs> another, another word would be uh, vulvic. Oh, no. Have you, have you oh. got the photo yet? Um, you just sent it to me and I'm just about to look at it. Hang about. Uh, keep it. Wow, that looks like a big bomb. Well, it would to you, wouldn't it? <laughs> what would it look like to you? That looks like a great big bomb crack. <laughs> what about the bit out the side, the growth out the side? I mean, that just, that looks like a hedgehog if I look at it. It doesn't look... You it does look that... like a hedgehog. Yeah. It's like a that's... sexy hedgehog. Oh, it's, a se- <laughs> it's a hedgehog who's showing its bomb. <laughs> oh, Lee Miller. You <laughs> Hey, hedgehogs have bums. Don't you dare shame them for having bodies. No, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not shaming them. Anyway, okay, good. But I, I was surprised at how well Frankie Goes to Hollywood has aged. I mean, the song. No, obviously mm. not. I was surprised. Like you know, in terms of the sound, and it doesn't. I mean, it's got a real '80s thing going on for sure. But it's not. It's not unlistenable. I mean, I think quite a lot of that early '80s. Uh, work is quite listenable. I'm a. I can. I can spend all day disappearing down a psychedelic furs hole. Oh, uh, what a great band! Mm. Yeah, I think that song. I... Which one? You know the song. Pretty in pink. No, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because they only have the two. Uh, do you mean? Do you mean love my way? Love my way is exactly <laughs> what I mean. I mean, it was. I had a fifty-fifty chance, and I swung in the wrong direction. You did because uh, "Love My Way" has been streamed one hundred and forty-four point five million times, while "Pretty in Pink" only fifty-five million times. Now, do you think that's because "Love My Way" was used in a film that Timothy Chalamet was in recently? Oh, almost guarantee. 
anything mm, that well, he touches, yeah. any cultural product he touches, is uh, likely to get that kind of um, purchase. I, I'm going to say gently that I think that his Willy Wonka remake might be the straw that breaks the proverbial camel's back. Is it, is it out yet? No, I think it comes out in December, but I couldn't get even halfway through the trailer before I had to switch it off it while did screaming, look really bad, my eyes, my eyes, yeah. my eyes. Yeah. I think I saw the trailer when I went to the Barbie film. Oh, I which think I that... still have not done. Mm. Okay. So, so, Simon, sex and horror. Kennedy, Ellis, not, not for me, not this week, thank you. Um, although I did make a big curry yesterday by accident. <laughs> but, hey, wait. Do you ever do that? By accident. Well, in the sense that I had... You mean the um, size okay. or the curry? Yeah, the No, the curry was deliberate. The size was the accident. The quantity. Accident. Yes, I definitely it was, do that all yeah. the time. Bob sent me a message <clears throat> saying, I've managed to get the three o'clock train home. There is not a seat to be had. And I've been running around. I didn't eat anything all day. I feel quite faint. I said, fear not. I will meet you at the station with a date ball. Uh, to stuff in your mouth, which, you know, I, I make these little sort of blended balls of dates and um, cacao oh, yeah. powder and, you know, that kind like of... Like a those protein ball, just, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I said, and there'll be something, there'll be food waiting for you in in the kitchen the moment that you walk through the door. Right, so, so this I, is, we're talking seven-ish, right? Mm, no, actually, she was, she got in just before six. Oh, Mm. Okay. So relatively quick. Tra- that train is quite a quick one, which is, right. I think, it's the it, this anybody who's interested in. It's the one before the before peak hour starts, probably. Exactly. It's the last super, it's the last cheap super off peak. Yeah, and then if you don't get that one, you've got to wait until after seven o'clock. So that one is always packed. The one just after seven o'clock is always packed. The, the two hideously over overcrowded trains. Because of the deeply flawed and the uh, relatively cheap, they're relatively cheap, but they're still not cheap. Oh my god! If you, we're if talking, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, are we living if in a land traveled. where? Uh. <laughs> because seriously, the train system in this country, the price of it, it's yeah, yeah, it is, it uh. is astronomical. It is unreliable. It is poorly maintained. It's the. Tr- it's horrifying. Yeah, it's everything you need to know about why um, privatization is a dog's dinner. Ugh, and breakfast and lunch, the whole lot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I had a couple of meetings during the window of her being on the train and also um, a deadline of a piece of writing to complete. So I was quite pushed busy-wise... So I needed to do something that would, like, carry on quietly in the background. So I thought, oh, curry, that would be great. I threw some pearl barley to soak, threw some lentils in, Mm. you know, all of that kind of stuff. I'd forgotten that pearl barley (laughs) (laughs) will basically... Expand and expand expand, and expand. It's like exponential growth. Yeah, it's extraordinary. I put maybe a cup in, maybe 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 a cup and a half to soak, and four tins of, of coconut it, milk to cover that. Well, by the end of the uh, by the end of the soaking <laughs> of the cooking, I had an entire big lacrosette pan to the brim, to the brim. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was delicious, and we will. Be and it will be delicious today, and it will be delicious and tomorrow, and oh, perhaps even Bob next and I, episode. No, no, 
Bob and I already had that conversation. She said, let's just pretend that you were doing that meal prep. And so we just put loads in Tupperware and stuck it in the freezer for the future. Oh, yeah. It's too much to even think about eating the next day. That's how much it was. Mm-hmm. Um, why was I telling you that? You were talking about that because you were talking about a, a land, whether we're living in a land where sex and curry... No. Um... Oh, anyway, I made a curry. Oh, have you ever made too much food by accident? Yeah, but I don't know why you're talking about that. No, I don't know either. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, write in. Answers on a postcard. How did we get this rabbit hole? Please. Actually, that would be great. Because it's not like we're going to listen to it again. Christ, no. Wait, can you just tell me, have you watched Sex Education yet? Season 4? No, I haven't. I haven't. What are we going to talk about today? I don't know. I have not had time. I don't know where you find the time to watch television. I am (laughs) absolutely up to the gills with work. Do you actually have time to do stuff that isn't work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I have a good work, as they say, work-life balance, as if somehow work is not part of your life. I have a great work-life balance if we understand that work is part of your life. That work is life. Yeah, well... I think that's a line from Ted Ted Lasso, isn't it? Uh, Work is life. I think it's football. I was walking Jeff this morning by the river and I was speaking out loud to him my plans for a meeting that I am attending on Tuesday. So, Jeff, what do you think if I lead with... Jeff said, yeah, 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 that seems really good. But I think you need to circle back to that point. Maybe take, maybe talk Im- about impact just, at the end. I so can imagine Jeffrey talking about circling back. I just, oh, he's a circle well, back kind of guy, isn't he? I mean, he circled back to the same bit of grass because he needed to go hang about. I think, oh, I mm-hmm. think there's some wee on there. I've not sniffed. And he had a little mm-hmm. wee. You could, yeah. So, so we can't talk about sex education yet. No, I Do you think you I'm will watch it? it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the other yeah. series I, and I find them deeply affecting. I just have not had any time at all to commit to anything that requires... That's not true. Okay. I've been keeping up on a weekly basis because I can afford 45 minutes out of the week to watch Ahsoka. Oh. Can, I'm just going to give a two little... They're not spoilers about sex education. Just sort of pre... What's the word? Pre... Uh, in in the context of sex education, I think you should probably say pre-com. <laughs> yes, I, I, that was the only that was all that's I was. Where you were that's going, where I was yeah. at, and I was trying to avoid it. But no, you went there, didn't you? Well, I went there because I knew that you were thinking it. Premonition? No, precursor? No, pre. Anyway, something like preface. That. Yeah, a little bit like. Um... Oh, come Trailer. on, can uh, listeners please write in and tell me what the word is? That would be great. Uh, yes, one thing is that uh, I think one of the last episodes they play the song Footloose by Kenny Loggins from 1980, Kevin Bacon, etc. Put on your dancing shoes. And I was watch. I'd watched, exactly, uh, and I was watching, as I tend to do these days, which I think is uh, uh, deep in the middle of midlifing territory, with the... Um, Subtitles on because if you don't, how do you know what people are saying? Because the 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 sound mix is just so incredibly poor. Exactly, exactly. Okay, that and is nothing to do with being middle aged. That is everything to do with how sound mixing on streaming is working. Could we get a sound mixer on? We could get a sound mixer on and interview it's, him or her. It's, oh, it's not the actual sound mixer themselves because they mix for a surround sound system. 
Um, oh. And then what happens is it is played default for a surround sound system through streamers. And you have to go in and switch that setting off so that it brings the volume of the speech up to the front. Otherwise, it gets lost because they're assuming that it's going to be coming out of a specific targeted speaker at the base of your television. Not That's where out of some shitty little out. speaker at the base of an iPad. Exactly, which is why. Or even if so, I could a... change that setting. I think you can oh, for I'm some gonna, of them. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we? Let's, that's enough. That's this is that's okay. good for the episode. Um, okay, bye. Good. Yeah, bye. So Kenny Loggins, Footloose, so, Footloose, and of course the lyrics for the song were coming up. Uh, I, <laughs> I realised I've just. I don't know how, but I have. I've been having the lyrics all wrong for however many forty years. <laughs> And I don't know what I was thinking because I'm a little bit ashamed to say what I might have been thinking. But I was like, no, that's not what they said. And so I had to, I did a whole anyway. So that's uh, the the so lyrics. To does it not go? Please, Louise, hold me off of my knees. Yeah, kick off your Sunday shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's some stuff in there. Dance, I have to, I then dance. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. And I was shocked. And then the other thing is that I had to look up was um, the phrase. Cockbiter. Okay, you're going to have to tell me what that means, because I mean, I mean, other than it sounds like somebody who bites a cock, but I don't know what the context would be. Yeah, the context is that uh, this is again just all our listeners. Uh, if this is not your, if it's not your wheelhouse, just uh, skip forward thirty seconds, or in fact, it might be like four minutes. You'll have to skip forward. Uh, I had to look it up, and of course, you can imagine how precarious it is. Uh, doing a DuckDuckGo search for the words <laughs> cockbiter. I mean, you definitely don't go with an image search, or if you do, you make sure you've got safe search switched on. <laughs> oh, is there such a thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm... I always have safe search switched on when I'm at, on my work computer, so that even if I accidentally look for cockbiter in the context of a research bid that I'm writing, because of course, um, I'm not going to accidentally be sent to... Um, <laughs> Cockbitersrus.com or whatever the website yep. might be. I think that's exactly the website that I ended up on. And uh, so, you know, the, if you were to call someone a cocksucker. Yeah, I understand what that is. It's basically exactly the same with the volume turned up. Huh. Yeah. So someone who's worse than a cocksucker is a cockbiter. I find it really rather odd that that we... Mm-hmm. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the deeply homophobic narratives mm-hmm. around language that we are using, because mm-hmm. because surely you would want somebody to do that if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. It's yeah. odd, isn't it? It yeah. is odd. It is. It's yeah. a very odd. I'm sure there are other examples <clears throat> that sure come to mind. That uh, I mean. There are some that make sense, like motherfucker. It's like, ooh, we don't want that. That seems a bit gross. I'm just realising like I'm going to I'm gonna have to critique. tick the uh, the X-rated box on the Apple iTunes thingy this week. We, don't we always? I do. I just tick it by default. But it, doesn't, it hasn't learned. Where's the AI when you need it? It hasn't learned that uh, I tick it every week. Hmm. I, I learned from a colleague this week that uh, one of the best things you can do if you were Let's say hypothetically writing a research proposal for using ChatGPT again, just hypothetically. Right. That one of the best things you can do is uh, say to uh, Mr. GPT, mm-hmm. "Wish I really wish it had a different name." Mm. Uh, what do you think? 
Neil. She just called. I was going to go with Caroline. Oh, okay. you went. You went for a woman. I went for a man. Maybe we need to go with a nice gender-neutral name like Blake. Bob. I think Bob is technically a man's it's, name. Also, it's taken as well. Reappropriated. Yeah, yeah, it'd be weird if I was to say, "Let's call uh, the language AI model." Let's Bob. use Bob. Let's <laughs> not. Um, Hal. Who? Hal. Okay, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I. And uh, <laughs> so let's say we're. Uh, and is that one of the best things you can do? Is say, okay, I would. Uh, I would like. Uh, to write a research proposal, it needs to be this many words in this kind of voice. I'm an expert in this, etc. Um, can you please ask me what it is that you need to know in order to write this proposal? Uh, the other thing, oh, the other thing I learned this week, which I felt I wanted to talk about, was that I think the internet is should should be should be buried. I think it should be stopped. I learned about something, a particular thing that goes on, which I, you probably, I'm just given the mood you're in and also given your exhaustive understanding of, let's just say, let's call it the world. <laughs> the, uh, you probably already know about this. I probably don't because you are super well-read and I'm an idiot. Go on. Do you know about obituary pirates? No, this is a new one on me. <sighs> Dear listeners. I'm just going to let my head just rest on the microphone. So there is a thing, of course there is, where people scrape obituaries from around the world, meaning from, you know, like just the formal stuff of an obituary, and then read them out on YouTube in a kind of deadpan very unaffected, very uh, low, low, re- low-fi. You know, so not it's not like high production values or anything. And then they just do them over and over again, and then just just meaning meaning one obituary after another, new video, new video. And they're basically uh, getting clicks in order uh, to get advertising money. I'm a bit speechless. It's it's really hard, isn't it? Okay, so so the, just 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 as a before you get into it, the whole mm-hmm. advertising model and the internet is so fucked. It's so fucking fucked. It really absolutely really makes me livid that that's that's the end. It's not even the end game. We're not even at the end game. But if you imagine that's the direction we're heading, that's what it, that's the kind of behaviour it produces. There's no I can't see any other argument for that. So the thing I'm trying to get to is I'm going to take the monetization model off the table for a moment. Okay. And Thank just you. try to work out what the purpose of reading the obituaries are in the first instance. The purpose is to get... Well, the, the weird thing... I'll put a link to the article that I that I happened across via one of my RSS feeds, right? So that's how I know about this. And so some of these YouTube channels, or some of the individual videos have very few clicks or... Right, okay. Like they're not, it's not like they've been watched millions of times. No. But what happens is because people are searching, because people search for obituaries all the time, right? Yeah. Um, Because people are searching, they come up 
in the they come up as a search result, and then more people oh, will go. Right, because I was thinking, if the clicks, okay, no, if the advertising was following the clicks, it's not. Right, because that was the bit that was like I I don't I, I was speechless because I was trying to figure out why why would somebody be wanting to watch these things and I and then I sort of went down a, a kind of a a mental path of oh is this like kind of emotional mukbang oh remind me what mukbang means again that's where you watch people eat food oh yeah um, which isn't quite we the have same talked as about we've talked about that although, in a very old we, episode a yeah, long long time ago yeah mukbang yeah, it's not. It muck banging. It's not the same as ASMR where you go where you're listening for the noises. Sure. It's it's you know people are eating and they're like oh this is you know th- this taco from Taco Bell is particularly om nom 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 oh let's open you know so there's lots of people eating uh, a vast quantities of food. Well, to my eye or to my belly looks like vast quantities of food, and I I don't personally see the appeal. But there's all sorts of things that people do for, for joy that I don't see the appeal of. ASMR does nothing to me. When people do that whole, like, whispering into microphones, it's like, okay, headphones off, burn the, burn the computer. I can't, I can't be doing with mouth sounds. Upsets me beyond words. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, doesn't it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. Uh, it's, it's not a new god in, in this land of mine, that's for sure. Mm, thank you, Frankie. So I think... That's where I where I got stuck. It's like, oh, okay, so there's people who like that kind of thing. It's not for me to yuck their yum. But you're telling me that that's not what's happening. People aren't really watching them. This is just a cynical bid, knowing that somebody is going to search for a particular obituary or type of obituary, and automatically, the way the algorithms work, it pushes YouTube up the top of the list, Bang. I have noticed. And then they will click either accidentally or otherwise on that to try and find out what it is and therefore generate revenue. And also that because, they, because they're generating so many videos, so it's also the kind of concatenation of all yeah. of those videos together. And so, you know, this, I, I don't know, it just, uh, it, it, and I'm, it's not even about the, I'm, I'm not, it's not really about the people who are doing it because I think we're all capable of, of, terrible horrible things and we do terrible horrible things all of the time i don't i'm not i'm definitely not assing and theming um uh the people who are making these videos and you know because i guess the the easy thing to say would be how morally depraved how dare they do that but the Mm. thing is we are being and that's that's i guess my kind of just deep sadness about this thing that had so much promise so much promise you know think of tim berners lee tim berners lee's wow that's a hard uh name to mm, that tim middle Ber- s is tricky isn't it it's really tim berners lee's yeah. uh, uh vision of the world wide web uh and this is where we got to and i it just um so there's terrible sadness disappointment frustration anger uh that uh we're the it seems the only model in town more or less i mean clearly there are some pay model you know pay based models is uh these um is ad generated or ad based uh yeah ad based model for the internet it's just like yeah yeah it is kind of repellent (laughs) but also i find myself wondering how in the noise of advertisement, 
is there going to come a tipping point where people realize it's good money after bad because it's it's not really generating any more clicks because people are not really going, oh, yeah, that thing that I saw on Instagram, I must go and buy versus I'm just going to type it into Amazon because, you know, that ship has already sailed. And if anything, probably you're going to see, oh, underpants with special pouch to do something or other. Let's go to Amazon and see if there's a cheaper version. Yeah. So already it feels like what's probably happening is people are spending money on advertisements only to drive revenue to a to a massive global multinational that doesn't that doesn't need to advertise maybe maybe i don't know I don't yeah know. although if, i mean i wouldn't want to get into this too much now but the sci-fi writer cory doctorow who's um he's a pretty interesting writer but very he's really very he's a long way on the left let's say um he's he talks about he uses the word in shitification He's written about a lot about something like Amazon, which of course starts off as this thing. But if you look at Amazon now, and you go, if you do a search on Amazon, the you 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 the stuff that's peddled to you at the top, like the first pages, are basically just advertising based, and also mostly Amazon produced things. It's very hard to actually find the thing or find a, a let's say a authentic version of the thing you're looking for. You have to really work hard to do that. And he, he uses the phrase, the phrase in shitification. It's really, uh, if people are interested in, again, the, the way in which the internet has changed behavior and the way in which companies operate in relation to selling stuff online, it's really it's really worth looking into. Not that this is that kind of podcast, but... Oh, but it, what is this kind of podcast? Because it's... Exactly, you know, Lee Miller. We're now, you know, we know where we started, which was with Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and we started with nostalgia, and now we're at anxiety about the future. It sounds to me like this is peak midlifing. We're worried about what will be and <laughs> celebrating what was. And how we got here. How did we get here? Yeah. yeah. How, how did the world turn into this? Well, yeah. you know, because of people <laughs> like us. <laughs> oh, no. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Also, it's just basically summed up. We don't have to, we don't have to podcast anymore. Were you a were you a nail biter? I was a nail biter for sure. Well, I never. Yeah, I don't want to shame no. any nail biters out there. Just in no, case I you're I'm listening. Not, no, I'm not shaming them. It's just it's it was a successful thing because I I had never noticed that you were a nail biter. I I'm I'm no longer, but it took several bouts of stop and grow. Uh, future sponsor uh, to help mm. me out there. Mm. Wowzers! Wowzer Reno's. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to best that. It feels that feels like we just, you know, peaked. I think we're done. I think we're done. I'm going to stop recording. Hey, uh, see you next week, Lee. Hey, Lee, see you next week. <laughs> Bye.